And there came a day, a day unlike... Wait, no, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks and... No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsior, oh, damn it. episode 189 of panelology i'm alex i'm jenna and i'm brian how is everyone this week it's pretty horrible it's pretty pretty terrible yeah yeah what's going on (laughs) no it's literally the opposite it's my birthday happy birthday it's not my birthday when you're listening to this but it is right now right now but you know it will be when people are listening to this what your unbirthday (laughs) i thought you're have a what? very merry unbirthday. When is your unbirthday? I thought your unbirthday was halfway day. between. Okay. Uh, any day that's not your birthday is your unbirthday. Okay. It will be my unbirthday. Yeah. But not now. Now right. is your birthday. Right now is my birthday. And we're having a tea party, or at least I'm drinking tea. I'm drinking coffee. I'm actually just I'm drinking whipped cream. Drinking that's all it is. You're drinking whipped cream. I'm drinking yes. whipped cream. I know you are. There's <laughs> a cup full of whipped cream with a dollop of tea. <laughs> it's tea flavored whipped cream. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday! There it is. Now we can move on. There's my Frosty. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, number 10. Yes. Uh, hey, Giles is a jerk now. Giles is a this, cool bag, This man. is straight up gotta be his, his uh, the fact that he's just constantly over the hell mouth. Yeah. It's gotta be that. Because even, like, Robin came in and turned into a jerk. Yeah. Uh, Like, I don't don't think that that was all just Robin teenage angsty fighting. I think it was partially Hellmouth. So the Hellmouth is under the library? Well, it's in the boiler room, isn't it? It's under the school. And Giles is always at the school. True. Yeah. So are they going to change the title of this book now? To To, uh, Buffy's Not Here. To Buffy's Not Here. What's her name? Who's the new Slayer in town? Oh, um, Kendra. It's Kendra. Jesus Christ, because it is Kendra. It is Kendra. Kendra the Vampire Slayer. Yep. Uh, and Robin is her watcher. Yeah. I'm How does that work? Look, I don't... Isn't the watcher supposed to, like, know stuff already and, like... Yeah, I guess that they're really changing up the way that the Watcher's Council okay. works in this because it kind of seems like you're born into it now as opposed to, like, becoming a watcher I guess so, other yeah. Because, um, like, she seems like she knows way more than her watcher does. Maybe there's... Yeah. Maybe the council has become absent and no one watches the watchers. That's entirely possible. Um, also, I really hope that Robin is a better watcher. I mean, he he's already, you know, doing doing way better uh, than her last watcher in the TV show. Oh, shit, yeah. Fuck. Mm. That woman was a psycho. Yeah, this is, this is pretty much... So, this is, this is Buffy without Buffy because she's in the helmet. Yeah. Yeah, so it's everybody else. Yes. And Cordelia saves the day through a sheer force of will. Because she uses earning shears to do it. Yes. No, but it was Rose. Rose did it. Yeah. Oh, Oh, it was Rose? Yeah. Cordelia was tied up. Cordelia was tied up. Okay. Sheared the Rose? What? I didn't even... She Strike that reverse. (laughs) I didn't even think about the fact that Rose killed somebody with garden shears. Yeah. Yeah. Every Rose has its 
garden shears. <laughs> wow. Remind me to stay away from people named Rose now. Thanks. You and David Tennant both. Oh. <laughs> Wham. Rose Pow. Tyler, right I... in the feelings. Uh. Why? Because <laughs> he hates us this morning. You do. You hate us. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> anyway, this is a very good book. And if yeah. you're not reading Buffy, fuck you. I'm, I'm glad I'm reading Buffy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you are coming today for, for whoa. people. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, whoa. Hey, hey. Whoa. Hey, some words well, mean more than birthday. one thing. Yeah, let her do what she wants, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's my birthday. I will come if I want to. It's my party, and I'll come if I want to. Uh. No. No. It's not going to be that kind of a party. Hey, Brian, uh, can you take over? I've got some calls I need to make. <laughs> wait, no, it's going to be that kind of a party. Wait, wait, wait. Bring in the aerial silks. Let's do this. Uh, I assume that you mean a very, very tasteful, the most tasteful, very tasteful. (laughs) Yes. Fuck party. Yeah. Did you say tasteful or tasty? Taste, taste. Hey, who are you talking about here? I do. I would like a snack. Yes. I've already told you about the almonds. Tastefully tasty. Oh, you about got tea spit. Well, whipped cream spit all over this microphone. And that would look really bad, by the way. I mean, well, <laughs> prophecies of things to come. <laughs> I was just about to say, but appropriate. But the whole house going to look like that later. So, no, no. Oh, anyway, anyway. <laughs> Buffy uh, good. Buffy good. Buffy is very good. Yes. Buffy foamy? No. No. No, maybe beer foamy. Giles foamy. Oh. Giles foamy. Yes, there you go. Yeah. Also, Willow and uh, Sander are there. Yeah, yeah. Xander's trying so hard right now. He that is. seems to be his thing, isn't it? It, it really it, is. It, that you don't, is the, you that don't is the even know. Xander. That is the most Xander is trying really hard. <laughs> trying really hard until he just doesn't anymore. Ghosted in LA. I love this book so much. This is so good. <sighs> this book. Um. So Christy comes to visit. Mm-hmm. The best friend comes to visit, which we talked about last issue. And Daphne just isn't feeling it. She just isn't feeling it. No. And it sucks. And she wants to smooch a ghost. And she does want to smooch a ghost. She's yeah. just focusing on how it feels when she touches a ghost. <laughs> ghost smoocher. <laughs> I do love their adorable, adorable flirting, though. It's it, so cute. It is so cute. But you do also have to remember that this person did probably overdose. Yeah. Like, she has issues that she's not working through in the afterlife. I mean, we get the line in this issue. You have two speeds, don't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. She does. I do love that her, like, weird ghost power is, like, tagging. <laughs> yeah. Spectral art. Spectral art. Which is a cool power to have. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I kind of love it. Now, if only she can just pull herself together. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, so we have not talked anything about what this book is about, though. Other than... Ghost smooching? Ghost smooching and friend coming to town. Um, I really... I hate this book <laughs> because... She has to break up with her best friend for multiple reasons, but all of them are totally valid. Yeah. And having, like, lived that 18-year-old going to college life, having to break up with friends that just maybe aren't the best for you anymore, that sucks. That super sucks. And I hated that for her. I was like, oh, no, comics is therapy. The one thing that does help, at least in the story, is because she was just on the other side of this with her ex-boyfriend. Yeah. She does at least have him to talk to. Right. And I do love that she immediately called Ronnie and was like, hey, I know how you felt. I'm sorry. This sucks. I hate it. Also, how is my ghost friend? Oh, you're trying too hard. You like her. (laughs) 
Yeah, because he kind of switches it up on her. He's like, I've been on the end of this one. So, yeah. Yeah, I get it. I know what you're doing. Shut up and go check on her. <laughs> it's adorable. It's it, an adorable book. It is adorable. Also, he wants to smooch a ghost so bad, too. Yeah, so much ghost smooching. So much ghost smooching. They just need to all take a pottery class together. Yeah. Well, I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> As, when did that movie come out? We were alive when that movie came out, right? Uh, I don't think so. Oh. As the one person in this room who was definitely alive when oh, that movie uh, came out. Yeah. Let me Google. And probably saw it in the theater, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, let me Google, and my assistant turned on. No, don't. Don't talk to me. Oh, now the virtual assistants are coming for Jen. They are. Last the curse has moved on. I am safe. Oh, yeah, we were alive. Okay. Okay. It came out in 1990. Oh, great. Right. You got Siri. She's got Google Assistant. You're going to... I'm going to... It's going to be Cortana, isn't it? <laughs> I think Cortana's gotten discontinued. You'll be safe. As long as it takes long enough to pass the curse. Oh, snap. And we apologize to everyone whose digital assistants we just activated. <laughs> Batman Universe, number six. Speaking of murderous digital assistants. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, them white rings is no good. <laughs> not this old model, at least. Not, not this old original model that's, that's broke AF. <laughs> yeah, it turn, turns out that um, white power rings that are broken are really really bad for reality <laughs> and are you white power in general is bad for reality <laughs> okay i'll go with that sure yeah. sure i can support that um let me take this bold and decisive stance right here <laughs> uh but yeah so this this is the last issue of this and uh you know we kind of found out what was really going on last issue so this uh this is them kind of dealing with that and the wrap-up and I love that Vandal Savage at the end of this ends up stranded in the Old West in front of Jonah Hex. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Uh, and it kind of, it feels like it maybe leaves the door open for more if Ben does want to do more in this sandbox down the work, yeah. down the road. Yeah. Um, although I don't know whether this is really out of continuity or not, because like we see Jenny, this was where Jenny Hex was introduced, and we've right. seen in Young Justice references to this. Yeah. Because the egg is in her trunk in that, in a flashback. Yeah. It, and that could be just a, you know... Could just be a wink and a nod. Could just be a wink and a nod, or, you know, this could be in, in canon yeah. universe and just taking place at a different time. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Also, Vandal Savage gets to be a White Lantern. Let's not skip over that. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah. Wow. Which Which shows you just how broke the ring is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bruce is like, nah, you're, you're not doing your job right. And it's like, okay, you don't want me fine. Yo, Vandal. Yeah. Come at me. And Vandal is so happy. So happy. <laughs> he proceeds to, like, wipe Bruce, or wipe Batman from existence, uh -huh. so you just see Bruce scaling mountains trying to track him down. Uh-huh. Um... Fun stuff though. It's a it's, it's a just a fun little yeah miniseries. Yeah. I'd love to see like a sequel to this that plays in that world where Batman doesn't exist and Bruce is just out being Bruce doing this stuff. That could be cool. That would be fun. Deathstroke number fifty. The end of Christopher Priest's run. The end of Christopher Priest's run. Uh, yeah, this was a Deathstroke debates himself. <laughs> yes, he does and wins. So. And I guess you would say that he becomes the master debater. He death stroked himself. What? He death stroked himself. He'd always be stroking. <laughs> Ask not for whom the death stroke strokes. The death stroke strokes for himself. I mean, don't we all? Well, and some people stroke. That, that is that is kind of how That's it true. ends. Yeah, yeah. Him just taking care of himself. Yeah. Because it seems like um, seems like everything is finally at a place where he could chill a bit. And nah, not for him. 
No. No. So, uh, Brian. Yes. How much did you enjoy watching Evil Deathstroke, which is somehow a distinction we can make in this issue? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, we well, definitely can. <laughs> how much did you enjoy watching him in his home world taking down fucking everybody? Oh, my God. He was great. He, that, was, that, was, that was definitely the highlight, I think, of this issue. It was just so amazing. So since Deathstroke came back from being dead, there have been two Deathstrokes wandering around. One on this, like, quest for vengeance... And the other working as a nurse. What? And we learn that one of them, we learn in this issue, that one of them is from a dark multiverse. Yep. Oh, snap. The one that's been going around. Yeah. Okay. The obvious one. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Because the one who was working as a nurse was this universe is hanging out because who in their right mind would look for him helping people? Right. Yes. (laughs) Definitely not me. Turns out he actually kind of enjoyed it. Yeah. 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 Um, we he, see him like cooking Thanksgiving dinner. It's hilarious. Is he breaking good? What the fuck? And he kind of was, yeah. Yeah, like kind of was being the... what was okay. Yeah, um, <laughs> it lasted this long. <laughs> so we learned he could be worse. Yeah, we learned he could be a lot. Had worse. there been no Billy Wintergreen, he could be worse. Yeah. So in this dark multiverse, yeah, Wintergreen dies, which is his, you know. The one who kept pulling him and being basically his Jimmy Chris conscience, right? And so, I was going to say his Alfred, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair too. So in this universe, we find out that I don't know if Damien is his actual son. Well, remember, we had the plot line right. in this, and it was never 100% clarified. Correct. It's still technically up in the air. If Right. If Damien, in this universe, we don't know if Damien is his actual son. Or if Damien just went to his side and became his son, kind of, yeah. you know, like took him as his father. Right? Mm-hmm. But either way, Damien is on his side. And uh, guess who his uh, SO is? Ooh, I know, I know, I know. Pick me. Okay, who is it, Alec? Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. What? Yeah. Yeah. Also, he's old and dying. Yeah. Oh. Too many experiments have fucked up his healing factor. Oh. Uh-huh. Old man Deathstroke. Got it. Yeah. And basically, we see him finishing off Batman. He's basically the Flashpoint Batman of Deathstroke. Yeah. That's a very accurate description. Yeah. Like, I kept thinking during this, I need to see him and Thomas Wayne square off. Oh, God. Yeah, because so, like, he kills Batman and Ro- and Robin is like, thank God you finally ended this. This feud has gone on way too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, damn. Jesus. Then he takes on the Teen Titans. Yes. Oh, shit. And Raven solves the problem by sending him to Earth Zero. Oh. Yeah. Which is how he got to... How he got there. Yeah. Good thing she did, too, since she was the last one left. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's some oh, yeah. dead titans. Yeah. And it's great because they come busting. It's it's the 80s Teen Titans who first fought. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. We also learned that, like, Starfire. when he found about Rose, he just went and killed her. Yeah, yeah drowned her. Uh-huh. For fuck's sake. Okay, so it could be a lot worse. It could be a lot <laughs> worse, yes. A lot worse. Yeah. But he had Billy Wintergreen, or two of them, technically. Yeah, two, right. <laughs> the AI Wintergreen. So, yeah, so basically all of the threads get wrapped up, though. All yeah. of this kind of lingering story. Some line. of these which have been going on for, like, 30, 40 issues yeah. now. Um, and the whole family is, to, I mean, like, uh, um, Jericho and Rose and Wintergreen and uh, uh, Addie are all there for Thanksgiving together. There is one dangling plotline still, and that is where where is Power Girl? This is true. That's the one thing that I think is still open. Was Power Girls? <laughs> true. Because, right, yeah. E- was there a... Um... 
a beautiful Norman Rockwell cover for this? There no. was not, but there should. There be should that. be. There should be. Let's get Norman Rockwell on the horn. Let's. Okay, yeah, let's do that. That's gonna be a little tough. <laughs> Unless okay. you get the dark, unless you get the dark universe of Norman Rockwell, and I don't know if we want him drawing that. <laughs> Let's get Mark Brooks on the horn to do go. his best Norman Rockwell. There you go. Because <laughs> I think would, he's done that before. That would be. That would be. I yeah. would need that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like the yeah. Saturday mm-hmm. evening yeah. post Thanksgiving yeah. family dinner Deathstroke. Yeah. 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 Anyway, great run. Great, great run. Yes. Solid from start to finish. Yep. If you have, if this is just something you have, you know, not picked up or not read or whatever, if you have the inclination at all go pick up starting from trade one and, and read this whole yep. run is wonderful yep. green lantern black stars number two and also number one because we never talked about it Brian. yeah so uh this is i think the most grant morrison not green lantern <laughs> book i have ever read <laughs> i can't believe it's not green lantern i can't believe it's not green lantern um yes yeah, so at, and for those who didn't know at the end of his first run arc of or first season whatever yeah. he's calling it of uh the green lantern uh a kind of a wish is made on the miracle machine and the green lanterns never existed so it is all black stars and like we have black star just screws and yeah and he is he is black star parallax um and he the the number two in command of the black stars is oh shoot i can't remember her name now but she is from the vampire planet mm-hmm who they're ancient ones after like 5,000 years or whatever, right? They go through their final metamorphosis and they become the Sun Eaters. Oh, cool. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Is she the, she was a recurring character in the in the Green first Lantern. season? Yes. Yeah. 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 She's the one who takes him to the vampire planet yeah. and does his trial. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they are to be wed, Parallax and her, uh, by Moo, or Mew, uh, and as a wedding present, she is going to take and consume the earth. Okay. And now, is she going to, like, cut off a slice of it and smash his face in it? I'm first? sure that, <laughs> you know what, I'm, I'm thinking that may actually be what happens. <laughs> but, um... And they go through, so we kind of get the, the history of this world without Green Lanterns, right? And it's not good. It's it's like the bat signal when it shines has like a big crack in it. It's like broken and shattered. And yeah. So witnessing the birth of a new dark multiverse. How goes yeah, how goes as the leader of the um uh uh envoy content diplomatic envoy to Earth to talk to them with Jessica Cruz and a couple other people. And they're offering the Earth basically a, a final chance to join the, you know, the, I can't remember what they call it, the Empire Mu or whatever the equivalent of it. And, you know, and Superman is essentially speaking for them. And he's like, no, we, we're, we're not doing this. And he's like, okay, but like, you see all the bad that's mm-hmm. happening. You see how bad it, like, we give order, we give peace, we get, and they're, he's like, no. Well, John, his son, is like, you but you don't speak for everybody. Some of us are, you know, interested in this. And da, 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 this is how you get right? a Superboy Prime. Well, mm-hmm. And so, um, <laughs> um, Superman Kal El tells him, he's like, "All right, you guys all get off the planet. Stay the hell away from my son with your bad influence on him. And if I see you anywhere within fifty light years of Earth, you're done." <laughs> right? Oh no. 
So Hal goes back to, to you know, goes back, and they have the quote wedding ceremony and all this. And she's like, um, so you know, now I'm going to consume that. He's like, yeah, I couldn't let you do that. He was like, well, how how are you going to stop me? He was like, well. I may have started a war. <laughs> and John walks in. He brought John with him. Yeah. So <laughs> that's going to happen in issue three. Oops. Yeah, exactly. Oops. Oops. Oops, my bad. <laughs> Speaking of oopses, the infected Deathbringer. Ooh, okay, so I read all three of the infected this week. King Shazam and um, Scarab. Scarab and Deathbringer. Um, I won't go into too much detail other than what I did like about all of these, and apparently this is something that's running through all of them, is it's not just like they get hit with this and then they're they're bad guys. Like they get like transformed, right? You see in each of these stories them slipping into it. Yeah. And it's almost always a single like facet of their character. Yeah, like it's taking away like in in the case of Deathbringer, like right. what do you look like if you don't have this sense of duty? Correct, right. And for most, almost all of them, it's it's really about doubts that they have, like yeah. their insecurities, that it, that it just blows up to massive proportions. Like for her, it's this whole, you've been created as a sidekick, you've been created as a weapon, you've been created as an assassin, like, but who are you really? And who are you without, without this sense of duty? What does all that mean? Yeah. Right? And then she goes on a Manhattan Project style, uh, Free for all in her own brain, and one personality, one version of herself remains. Yes. Um, and that is Deathbringer, who proceeds to, one at a time, take out her former teammates. Yep. Because she knows exactly how to do it. With Slade Wilson-esque proficiency. It, yes. Oh my god, yeah. Um, yeah, I, li- I like... I liked all of these. Yeah. Uh, they're just enough to give you the explanation of, like I said, how that descent happens. Yeah. But then they really, and that's really kind of where they stop. Because once I, th- I think all of these are out and all, we've seen that for each of these characters, that's where the the the, little, the mini, I think it's a four issue series, is going to pick up. Hellerism. Hellerism. Yeah. 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 I also read this and dug it. Young Justice number 11. Nope. That is not the title of this book anymore. <laughs> This is now why Jenny Hex is the best character in Young Justice number 11. Which I will shorten for the sake of runtime to just the last two words of your title. <laughs> Young Justice number 11. Um, this is really cool. So they... Now, Brian, I'm going to start with a difficult question that I could not guess. Who's your favorite character in this? Um, wow. Amethyst? Nope, nope. Jenny Hex. Oh, here I expected you to say uh, Dr... Dr. Glory? Dr. Glory. Dr. Glory, yeah, it's definitely Dr. Glory. Dr. Glory is just a piece of shit. Can we start there? Dr. Glory is a piece of shit. Why did Superbad put this person in charge of anything? She is the most supervillain supervillain. Oh my god. In anything. And like, the the question she just starts in on Naomi. Yeah. Like. Lex Luthor um, is more subtle than she is. Yeah, like, like, um, mom? Mom? Strange Doctor Strange Lady over here is asking me a whole lot of questions. Um, I love, I do love Naomi in this. Naomi thing. is very. Naomi is is a great character. I really, really dig her character. Um, Got to go back and read that Naomi series. I I really do. Um, the the other one I like is um so. Uh, basically, they make it back to Earth mm-hmm. finally. The the re- their Earth right Earth Zero. And um, it happens to be at the exact point where Naomi came through. Mm-hmm. 
because fabric is weak there, turns out, kind of. Well, first. really the point yeah. at which the evil tyrant who right. rules the world she's from came through to attack. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Um, Spoilers for Naomi. There you go. Uh, so anyway, Young Justice makes it back, and Naomi is kind of overwhelmed and passes out. And so the next thing we see is her waking up in her house and walking through her house and seeing Young Justice laying like on the couch and in a chair and two of them asleep in a bed. And yeah. She's like, uh... Turns out their mom took charge, her mom took charge and just said, yeah, you guys can just come crash at our place. Young Justice sleepover. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, So she makes it out and ends up talking to Jenny Heck. <laughs> what? I didn't catch that. Uh-huh. And... Hey, Brian, yeah. you know what we need now? What's that? A Jenny Hex-Laura Kinney crossover. <gasps> that would be amazing. That would be great. Um, but so the the short version, almost all of the Young Justice wakes up and comes out. Well, Superboy found out, finds out that Dr. Glory is... Specifically Connor Superboy. Connor Superboy. Finds out that uh, Dr. Glory was the doctor that was at the site, like, doing this. And he's like, wait, what? Because she's the one who sent him and locked him away in Gym World. Um, so he goes after her by himself. And the rest of them are like, okay, we should go get him. To which uh, I think it's Impulse says, I ain't waking up Princess Gym World. <laughs> Which I like. That was cute. I gotta say, I was a little shocked. Everyone was like, "Nah, Connor can go alone." Yeah, that that kind of surprised me too. Especially, um, uh, especially Wonder Girl. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's bad things have happened like that from that before. So. Especially with Doctor Glory being a super villain ass motherfucker. Yeah, right. Because of course, what does she, so he confronts her, and of course, what does she do? She tricks him into touching the thing and sends him to Gym World again. I can only assume he's in Gym World again. Yeah. Well, no, no, he's not. You see where he is on the last page? Oh, of do this? we? Yes, because I expected you to be <gasps> oh, that's very right. excited. Oh, that's right. I forgot completely about. I did uh, next to the last page, but yes, yeah, no. He's in Scarterus. Yeah. And with Warlord. In the February solicitations, the next arc is them looking for him in Scarterus. Yes. I'm super excited about that. I, I am curious. Do you think Naomi's going to join them? Uh, Well, we get a crossover soon. Okay. And I think there's supposed to be a second volume of Naomi, but also the Naomi creative team becomes the new creative team for this in okay. February. So possibly. Like, it would make sense. Uh, the other things, the other thing I really liked is the Stephanie Brown on Earth 3. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's so good. Oh, you got caught up on Yeah, I did. Yeah. And because, and the reason I mentioned is they get back and Tim is like incessantly texting Stephanie. Yeah. Like, I missed you. What's going on? Hey, hit me up. And all this shit all breaks loose when she finally starts texting him back. Hey, I need help. And hey, I need help. And he's not getting it because they're in the middle of this whole yeah. thing. Yeah. So yes, there's a crossover coming up between and this. I guess we can't call him Robin now. Any Red Robin anymore. Uh, yum. Oh my God. I'm so glad <laughs> they finally <laughs> made that joke. <laughs> does that. She's like, she's Yay! like, he's like, wait, you know who we are? He's like, she's like, yeah, you're Young Justice. Impulse and Wonder Girl and Red Robin. Yum. yum. It's actually true. <laughs> And yeah. then he gets cut off. Yeah. Who? Yeah, he's Drake now. Okay. Yeah. But okay. Yeah, he is I, Drake. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Because the best way to hide your secret identity is to use your last. Definitely name. use your actual <laughs> name in it. Yeah. yeah. That makes so much sense. <sighs> I mean, it, it is a bird of some sort. You know, a bird fl- flying type creature. So yeah. people could just assume that he's taking it for that. But for a dragon, know. right? Yeah. But that's Excalibur. We'll get there. Yeah. Ba-dum-boom, ba-dum-boom. James Bond, number one. Or 
Definitely not a James Bond book, just an art heist. I mean, we get back to James Bond. I know, but it was so good. Like I love, so I love. I think the 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 best use of James Bond is is much like a monster and scary movie. Yes. The less you see, the better it is. Agreed. Yeah, this was so good. Plus, I love both of these characters so much, so much, so so much, so much. Um, Brandy is. Is is just so good. She's just so good and so smart mouth, and I love it. Tell me about what happens. Here. So, so we have an art heist. Like I said, um, this asshole art collector is loaning his very expensive painting to a museum, and it turns out it's a fake. But he had just had it—I mean, six years ago—had just had it uh, appraised, I guess, and insured. And it wasn't a fake then, so how did this happen? Uh, the ravages of time. The ravages of time made it a fake. Yes. That's how all fake art it, it comes to be. Well, I mean, someone, you know, over the course of time is really what I mean. Someone. <laughs> the ravages six years of is a time long time. Happened to a brand new canvas. <laughs> yes. You know what? I'm going to stand by it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think someone painted over the original, and so it looks like a fake so they could get it cheap, and then they will restore it. Just like that portrait of Jesus. <laughs> yes. Just like that. That now looks like something out of a Maurice Sendak book. <laughs> <laughs> You know the one I'm talking about. Oh, so good. Anyway, so these people come in to investigate. Where the wild Christs are. You know them. <laughs> I need it. I need it. If somebody will please draw me where the wild Christs are, that would be great. Thank you. And they gnash their terrible, I don't know. Crowns of thorns. Crowns of thorns. <laughs> okay. I mean, there's a lot Stop of eating on. of body and gonna... drinking of blood. Yeah. Uh-huh. So good. I have about as much working knowledge of the Bible as I do of uh, <laughs> where the wild things, where the are. Wild things are. Okay. On pretty even footing in my brain. Wow. So. I, I have uh, almost encyclopedic knowledge of both. So we are yeah. complete opposites there, bud. Fucking love wild, where the wild what things are. Things. Not so much the Bible. Um, but that's another topic for another day. Anyway, not my birthday day. Let's not do that today. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, art heist. Good, good art heist. Yes. Very nice. Got to break into places and be spies without being spies. And then James Bond shows up. And we get the whole, you know, how would we have done it if we had done it? Yes. That, I love, I love that. And I just need, I I don't, uh, if there's ever a James Bond miniseries, I'm I'm guessing that it needs to be from this book based on issue one. Yeah. So good. Vita Ayala, Danny Lore. So good. So good. I feel like I should make an easy and obvious segue from James Bond to a good date uh not a good day to die hard. That's a die hard movie. Die another day. <laughs> Live and let, let die. die number ten. Live and let die number ten. Uh, um, the living die lights? Nope, that doesn't work. <laughs> I don't need to do that. Wow. Um, oh Alex, how many Bond movies have you ever seen? More than you think. One. Probably about half of them. <laughs> oh, oh, snap. Oh. Yeah. Way more than I thought. Yeah. Wow. So there. Damn. Wow. Wow. Anyway, die. We are just living soundboards. Yeah, I, I know <laughs> who are. could I know who could make Toronto! Alex watch all the movies. Who? Ash. Oh yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> Ash could make a lot of people do a lot of things. Ash is a badass. <laughs> and turns out she's basically the most powerful person in this world. In this world. In this world, so, period. Yeah. I was behind a car yesterday that had a license plate that read Dat Ash. 
Danish. So many rear ending so you, jokes. You know that they're. <laughs> I just wanted to like barely, so many rear barely, barely, barely bump into it. it so I could say I tapped that ash. Yeah. Tap that ash. <laughs> just I want to find that how... insurance report. This yet another reason that I don't drive because I don't know that I could have uh, not. not done it. I don't think I. I think I would have had to have done it and been like, I'll just pay for it. It's fine. Yeah. It's I have to. I have to say this now. You have to tap that ash. Yeah, or like add a red light, get out of my car, and just there you go. This is why we need the great job horn. <laughs> yes. What are you doing? Sorry, I just had to tap that ash. In a world where there's a whole class of people who can dominate other people, um, all you got to do is dominate all of them. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, it turns out this book sounds sense. like the tops. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I did like. So one of the things they break it to to start this right, they need to get the military out of the way. Mm-hmm. So they break into the house of like the head, the person that runs the whole military, and she's like, "Tell me your darkest secret." Oh, <laughs> and they don't tell you what it is. They just tell you, "Wow, that was it's, so much worse than I imagined." It's worse, <laughs> and in a way, better. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, well, they will be out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So good. So, so good. So good. Is this the end of this arc? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm looking forward to this trade. Because, uh... It's very good. I need to catch up on this before our end of the year episode. Fuck but... yes, you do, because it's on there. The only bad um, thing is... Spoilers. As we all know, the evil queen never wins. <laughs> I think she gonna. I think she gonna. Which go- the response, I think, is, watch me. <laughs> all that history with Zamorna, though, I was like, oh. fuck no, joke. I'm not about people having their free will taken from them, but like maybe this guy needs. He's that. not a good guy. He's no. not a good guy. No, like, I'm trying to think is, if there's anybody good in this world. No, I don't think so. I don't think even. I don't even think our main characters are good. No. They're not good. No, Nobody's not, good. Clearly not. I mean, Chuck is obviously the worst, and he's dying. <laughs> Chuck so is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This is not Chuck from Chuck. No, this, this is a bad guy. <laughs> this is, he's he's just he's just like Zamorna light. <laughs> oh my word! Just way, way, way too much. I do love that. Like they don't even go like Ash and them don't even go looking for Chuck because they're like there are elves here that he has not fucked. Okay, <laughs> we know what Chuck is doing, but they didn't know what Chuck they was doing. They didn't Chuck know that Chuck doing. was splitting the party. You fuck one elf. <laughs> No, no, he has no, to fuck them all. No, they, they, gotta fuck them all. Gotta fuck them all. I, that that is that sounds way too much. Like that kind of person would enjoy that title, so that does not work for a joke. <laughs> oh, if I was just known as Elf Fucker, I'd be like, yeah, and yeah, right, exactly. That's my point. <laughs> I right, feel yeah. like that's like yeah. in the list of you know, breaker of chains, fucker of elves. <laughs> fucker of elves. <laughs> well, well. I do. I do. That works in the context of this book. I do. I do love him walking in, going, "Oh my god, yeah." Um, turns out I just walked right when the guard was going off duty. How lucky of me! Yeah. Oh, and he dropped his keys to the cell. And he's so, so drunk. He's and so he's drunk. so. He's like, if I was sober, this plan would never work. <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> it's all about the luck. <laughs> Oh man! God, this book is so fucking good. It it it's really deep really and dark is. and hilarious. It is super super curious. Yeah, yeah. And I, I 
love it so much. Yeah. There's going to be so much Garen Gillen on our end of year list. <sighs> yeah, get ready. <laughs> oh, right, because this ends the arc. It'll make it. I mean, yeah. two arcs will have ended this year. Yeah. yeah. And also Peter Cannon was this year. And also and something Wick else Div. ended this year, yes. Yeah, well, we know, I knew about that one. Look, let's just, that, that is, let's just make that, like, separate once from future. the list. Oh, I my God. I think we get the last once in future before the end of the year, too. Yeah, I think we do. Oh, shit. <laughs> we may just need to so give, it's like, the, lifetime So the Kieran Gillen top ten, okay. <laughs> yeah, we may, I was going to say, we may have the top ten and the Kieran Gillen I, I will, top five. There we go. I will rank those if they are yeah. separate from the list. <laughs> it's like what, what we had to do last year with Kelly Thompson, just the... Which one of these are we gonna pick? Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Uh, and then the one we didn't choose got cancelled. Oh, <laughs> it's our fault. <laughs> Twenty ninety nine roundup. Starting with Amazing Spider-Man number 35. Uh, which was only tangentially related to 2099, but sure. <laughs> I mean, look, it's yeah. part of it, and it's the one I read, so we're going to... I did like this story, though. I, I love Teresa Parker Teresa's so much. Teresa's so good. I do love Teresa Parker. Um, and she's just over it. She's having none of this shit. Yeah. I love how there's just so much spite for Chameleon. So much. Oh, they hate him so much, don't they? <laughs> It's it seems appropriate, but but Peter talking to her in the way that he did uh-huh. was just so wonderful. Um, they are essentially trying to find the assassin that took a shot at Doom. Yeah, so that Doom will let Manhattan go. Yeah. Um, it turns out they find out who it is pretty early. Yeah, that's not the issue. The issue is he dead. Yeah, on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> turns out. The hardest part of being an assassin is getting away. So if you just sacrifice that body and upload your mind to the cloud to be downloaded into another clone, y'all good. Yeah. <laughs> just make a backup. <laughs> yeah. As it turns out, that whole clone conspiracy thing might be an ongoing problem for Peter for a long time. And Tony and everybody else. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, and then Peter decides, well, how do we solve a problem like Doom? Oh, I know. I've got this glowy thing in my bag that tells me how to make decisions. It got supercharged. Nothing bad can happen from this. Oh, hi, 2099 AI. Oops. Yeah. This is how it fits into 2099. That's fair. fair. Yeah. It it does connect it. It does. Like I said, I I, I said that the the device, except for the device that caused the whole destruction of the 2099. Yeah, that's there. So, meanwhile, in 2099... In 2099, we get Ghost Rider, um, which is uh, all about uh, Traverse Town, which if you don't know... That's the town you start out in Kingdom Hearts. It is. This is not that Traverse Town. Are you sure? Because they are all Disney properties now. <laughs> I am positive because Traverse Town is essentially nothing but roads, like it's just like now, think spaghetti jun- spaghetti junction multiplied by 10,000. If I know anything about <laughs> time travel, that where we're oh. going, we don't need roads. <laughs> <laughs> um no, that's kind of the whole point, Jen. There there is nowhere to go. You're just always on the road and moving. Oh, it's like that episode of Doctor Who. It is yeah. exactly like that traffic. episode of Doctor Who. Yes. That's, that's like me yeah. going to work in the yeah. mornings. It's traffic. At least we've had some pretty sunrises yeah. and sunsets this Oh week. my god, like, yeah, like killer. Yeah, like when you go to a store, you pull up next to a store that's a, that, 
that's a truck that you buy stuff from. Like you never ever stop. I see that in our future. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's... Whole whole uh what is a group of kittens called? Caboodle. The caboodle of kittens. <laughs> a born kitten caboodle. Born living and dying in traffic. There you yes. Go. Um but essentially there there's there's <laughs> now now hold yeah. on. Go back to the nineties now picture a caboodle full of kittens. Well that would be a lot of very tiny kittens. And even more adorable for even more adorable. <laughs> I'm imagining my my caboodle that had cat ears now full of kittens. Yeah. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Also, I probably did try and put my cat in that at least once. Because I was a small child. Don't hey, don't at me. Listeners at home, we do not advise putting cats in boxes. There also, are 50-50 odds on their making it back out of life. Right, exactly. And it didn't fit anyway. Mm, really, it's more like 100-100. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Only before you look. Only before you look. That is, and then it's 100% one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> yes, correct. And game theory tells us if you put your cat in a box and have like three other boxes, open one of the other boxes that's more likely to be alive in the box you didn't put it in. There you go. Especially if Howie Mandel has anything to say about it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so in the history of stupid things I've said on this podcast. God. That might be. Happy birthday. Thank you. Is the best gift thing? So there's a gang who uh, hijacks a truck that is traveling through Traverse Town. I'm sorry, I'm back on Howie Mandel with briefcases full of cats. (laughs) This is the one, you guys. This is where we should end it all. (laughs) We have feet. Thanks, it's been a great episode. (laughs) Sorry, meanwhile, back in Kingdom Hearts. So they they hijack this truck to try to... Oh, wait, we don't have alcohol. Yay. It's okay. How do we not have alcohol? It's my fucking birthday. Hey. Later. We know it will happen later. That's, that's later. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to start We're being right kind now. to our hey, future later, souls. because it's going to be that kind of party. Yes. Yes. <laughs> because everybody watched soccer for 30. We're drinking on 31, okay? Oh, boy. Anyway, <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, right. About? There was a, there's a gang what? who was trying to hijack a truck. Meanwhile, in Kingdom Hearts... <laughs> Uh, to get these power source, basically, like you know. Power. Oh no, she started everybody drink. We're stuck in a loop. <laughs> we are broken. We the episode is now off the rails, or one might say off the road <laughs> in Traverse Town, which is disastrous. Just like in Kingdom Hearts. Yes, just like in Kingdom Hearts. Yes. <laughs> Turns out there were not power cells in this truck. It was a Alchemax truck that had the body of a robot, uh, which they self-destruct. Top to... half robot, bottom half. Oh truck, no, it's, or... it's it's all robot. Oh, okay, it is mm. all robot. So it's, it's not Optimus Prime. It wasn't Motor. And um, they Alchemax sees that it's being hijacked and self-destructs it, which kills all of them except uh, one of the members was uh, like. Uh, uh, Shadow World jack into the Matrix in the truck, into the computer of the truck, like shutting down defenses. And his consciousness ended up in the Ghost Lands with Johnny Blaze, mm-hmm. who was who is the ruler of the Ghost Lands, which is digital hell. So Facebook. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That is exactly. That's exactly what it is. Exactly what it so is. So it was Johnny Zuckerberg. Yes. <laughs> And, um, There's so many arts I need now. <laughs> Please, from this one episode, I need he, all of the arts. He sends him back. Uh, you know, makes a de- he, they make a deal, right? He sends him back. Does he get the briefcase with the cat in it, or nope. the briefcase with the dead cat? And of course, he ends up in the robot body. Yeah, yeah. 
and he is the, the ghost rider in the machine. He is the ghost rider in the machine. Yes, he very is. nice. Yep, and he proceeds to fuck shit up. From nice. That point forward. Does this truck have right. some cool flame decals? Uh, it does not. It does have some. Uh, it does have some graffiti on it, like Shield sucks. <laughs> <laughs> But no deagles. Uh, and then we have t- Venom 2099, which is essentially, um, there is a girl whose father works for Alchemax, and she has a uh, burns over a, a half of her body, and they have a treatment, they, they think, uh, experimental treatment that they're doing because he works for Alchemax, and, you know, he's they're part of the family, so they want to offer this to her. It's a symbiote, didn't it? Huh? Yeah, it's a symbiote. It, well, it's a very small piece of a symbiote who talks to her and says, yeah, you need to free me, the rest of me, and make me whole. And so she breaks in and they end up doing that. And hey, look, Venom's in 2099. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Cool. There you go. There's there, there's our 2099 for this week. Meanwhile, in 2019, Daredevil, number 14. Oh. An unlikely dinner conversation. Yeah, where, um... <clears throat> uh, With the best line of any comic book this week. Nope. I shot a kid. Damn it. <laughs> it's a diehard reference, right? Yeah. It's gotta be. Um, it's just one paddle going, I shot a kid. I shot a kid. <laughs> shot a kid. You don't look like Reginald Vell Johnson. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Matt tells Mindy that she needs to get out of town because things are about to break really, really bad with the the organized crime gangs, families. Matt tells Mindy this. Yes. Mindy being... Mindy being... A a member of... The wife of a person, right, that he's been sleeping with, et cetera, et cetera. And she says, okay... You're trying to tell me tell me what I need to do and how to live my life? You're just like my husband. Fuck off. You don't get to tell me what to do. Get him, girl. Get him. <laughs> yes. Get him, girl. Yeah. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. It's really, really good. And he Matt is not Daredevil again, but he, you know, he totally is. Yeah. And Wilson Fisk is not the kingpin, but, but he, totally he is. clearly misses it. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. struggling with trying to be legit. Yeah, it, it is it is very much a great Gatsby thing where he is the new money and the old money, legit money, wants you know is so condescending to him mm-hmm. that last issue he beat one of them to death, <laughs> right? And so now uh, the rest of that family, the rest of that friendship, whatever. It's family. Yeah, it's, it is family. We're still um, in mob terms. It's the family. Yeah, um, are retaliating essentially against his business interests by starting up protests against using the land he has bought to grow marijuana once it is legalized in the state. Uh, instead, insisting that it should be used for food growth. Right. Mm. They want they want legislation passed that it can only be used for food. Yeah. I mean, I can eat marijuana. <laughs> But uh, so he he loses it again and is gonna continue to lose it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, there's ways around this. Yeah, come on, Fisk. And who is it? So uh, Hammerhead, Fisk Gummy Bear Factory. Hammerhead yeah. and Mindy's the family. Mindy's married yeah. into form a partnership. Mama Libris. Yeah, against um the owl. Yeah. So yeah, stuff's about to break bad all over the place. Yeah. And Matt essentially finds out that the government, the governor's, is. is the politician that's kind of behind all this, and he's yeah. tired of thinking out street-level people. Because the cops in Hell's Kitchen have been told, don't prosecute any crime. Don't arrest anyone. Mm. Well, just, yeah, just don't even go into Hell's yeah. Kitchen. Stay Jesus. out. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, it is all messed up right now. And it's, and he's, Matt's got a helper in Electra to help him uh, do this. 
This series, no. This, 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 this arc is so good. This Stay away so from good. Electra. How many bad choices can Matt make? All of them, turns that's out. That's his superpower. Mm-hmm. He can see one he, thing clearly, and that's the worst choice to make. Turn, turns out he, he can't see any of it coming. <laughs> X-Men Corner. <laughs> I just knew that that was going to go into Careless Whisper, and it didn't, and I'm so proud of you. Are you? It's a birthday miracle. It, it is. It's a birthday miracle. Um, I thought about it. I thought we, hard about which it. Which one are we going to talk about first? X-Men. Because that's the one that's got my quote of the week. Brian's quote of the week. Quote, quote. It's really got two that I want to use, but I'll, I'll, I'll Brian's use. quotes of the week. Yeah! Quote, 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 quote. I got it. The first is... um. Jean Grey. Jean Grey is the the for, the the whole council, the quiet council is forming, and uh, Jean is in the room, and um, Emma Frost walks in, and she goes, "Emma, nice of you to show up." In with the wind, not a hair out of place. And Jean goes, "Gotta tell you, I love those shoes." Why, oh, thank you, Jean. I would often let you borrow them, but I think they're a couple of sizes too small. Jean goes, <laughs> "That's so kind of you, but I'm not big on borrowing things. That's really more your kind of thing, isn't it?" <laughs> First of all, I love the affectation for Emma Frost that you applied. That was fantastic. <laughs> Thank um, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second of all, damn girl, throw that shade. Yes, damn. The exchange ends with Thera agreeing to go get drinks on. Yeah, Emma. she's like, she's like, yeah, I deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Right. The, the 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 my the one that was my absolute quote of the week though is they Sebastian Shaw and Cyclops and Emma are sent to investigate one of the gates to um, the Savage Land. Yeah, it's the Savage Land gate. Yeah, the Savage Land has just stopped functioning. Like, they can't use it anymore, and they don't know what's going on. So they go to to investigate what happens. Turns out that there are four elderly ladies, like in their 70s and 80s, Mm -hmm. who um, are... If... If... Uh, Rachel Ghoul were a quartet of 70 to 80-year-old botanists. Yes. (laughs) They would be they would be these women who are called horde a culture. Yes. H O R D E. H O R D E. Um and they um because they're botanists and like uh agrochemical engineers, they uh they basically have hijacked the gate. They figured out how to hack into like the plant growth of it and hijack the gate. And they have gone to take more flower cuttings of Krakoa from from the Savage Land. Um to study it and figure out how to use it because they essentially want to wipe out all life, all human life on the earth to return it to the pristine state of nature that it was. It's fucking red Martians. <laughs> um, like I said, Rachel Ghoul. Yeah. But so, uh, the, the three of them, Sebastian Shaw and Emma and Cyclops show up and, um, <laughs> one of one of the ladies is like, uh, speaking of unsavory women, this one looks like a tart. Uh huh. She dresses like an S word with a serious P word problem. You need to wash yourself, girl. <laughs> wow. And the, the best part is the reaction of the three of them because Emma Frost just is going, and her mouth is just a gate. <laughs> <laughs> Sebastian Shaw is behind them with his hand over his mouth so he doesn't laugh. <laughs> and Scott just turns to the side with a small smile on his face. It's adorable. <laughs> it is hilarious. <laughs> I love these grumpy old ladies. They yes, are the best supervillains. They are. Super are. <laughs> oh nice. my word! So good. 
And Sebastian's speech to them is pretty priceless. Too, yeah. After that. Yeah. It's just all around it so, is so, so, so good. good. How, some Marauders. Uh, this is... Um... We learn who Sebastian wanted to be, the Red King, and who will be the Black Bishop. Yep. Um, and we learn... It's his son, back from yeah, the day. Uh, Shinobi, oh. yeah. Okay. His son, who he killed. Right. Yeah. And who he is well, telling that it was Emma and Kate who had him killed. Right. Yeah, what he's bastard. He is totally playing the whole... Yeah, you know, uh, I was going to run Hellfire, but Emma went and begged the Quiet Council to, to give it to her. Yeah, it, like, just totally lying through his ass. Yeah, he's being that yeah. asshole. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it is Sebastian, so of course he is, but, um, yeah. The best part of this is when he's like, power me up, and hands his staff to, to Shinobi, <laughs> and Shinobi just whacks him just as hard as he possibly hits can. Hits him as hard as he can. <laughs> yes. And enjoys it. Like, there's therapy clearly. in that, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, this is going to be really, really good. But he tells, yeah, he tells his son, yeah. It looks like we'll have to get you black clothes so you can be the black bishop, but keep those red clothes that I had made because... Uh, because plots. Because plots. Machinations and whatnot. Yeah. So when does Sebastian Shaw just die and not come back? Oh, well, anyone comes back now. No, no. Yeah, no one dies for good now. It, I forget Even it. people who have been dead it's... for a while before. So that's one of yes, the things Yes, it's that... Winchester rules. Yeah. Well, we... Pyro <laughs> Is he okay? Oh yeah, he's he's found Logan's <laughs> alcohol supply. Um, is uh, what we do find out from this is even even mutants that died prior to Krakoa and this whole thing being put in place, like they have copies of their yeah. memories and personnel and all that. To, to, so essentially, they can bring back anybody. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of find we kind of found that out with Pyro too. Yeah, we found yeah. that out with Pyro. I feel like there's at least one other example in yeah. one of these of someone. Oh, uh, Braddock, Brian oh, and Betsy's yeah. brother. Yeah, yep. Kevin, Jason, whatever his name is. Yeah. How is it not a B name? Boris. <laughs> Boris Braddock. Captain Russia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we sh- oh, it's not that. That's have not, you seen that's the, not this show, but the... we should talk about that Black Widow trailer. Yeah. Uh, okay. Speaking of the Braddock family, Excalibur, or more importantly, Shogo the Dragon. Shogo the <laughs> Dragon. <laughs> because. Children are the most powerful of the other world because they have imaginations and the fairy folk like them. Sugar the magic dragon. <laughs> he lives with the fairies. He like flies around and telepathically projects ideas to people. And breathes like, fire and yeah. He and it's... Betsy have a psychic link. Nice. I, I do love that his psychic link is with Betsy, yeah. not with his mom. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <sighs> And they they see what happened to Brian and realize that they can't, at least for now, save him. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we have a new mutant show up in here, don't we? We do. Richter. Yeah. So, Apocalypse goes... I'm sorry. Who? Uh, Dot, dot, A, dot, dot. Two bits. Two bits. Two bits. (laughs) Okay. Um, Goes to... uh... Dot, dot, A, dot, dot. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Richter is scared to go to Kakoa because he is losing control of his powers. Oh, no. And every time he sets foot on actual Earth, there are earthquakes. And he's worried that if he goes to Krakoa, he'll destroy it. Or at least break apart the two sexing islands. I don't know. I don't think he knows about the horny islands yet. Right. <laughs> so, um, uh, Two Bits goes and 
basically picks him up and carries him to Krakoa. <laughs> <laughs> Says, "No, you're you're you'll be you'll be fine. Like we deal with this. We're mutants. We've dealt with this kind of stuff all for a long time. Just come on." Yeah. We'll figure it out. And um, the, my favorite is, though, so he walks through the gate, the Krakoa gate in New York, and just starts walking to Richter's house. And, like, all the reactions from the people in New York when they see it, two bits just walking down the street. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cool. <laughs> we also have the introduction of, I think, the most important new part of X-Men continuity, their message board. They it's one a, of the oh, They have a community message pages. board? Yes. Mutantsunmuted.com. Yep. Thanks, Teeny Howard. It's, it's it's a mutant social network, yes. Nice. Yep. Because uh, Richter's trying to find it. Do they have ways to, like, dampen our powers? Or do they get worse if we're there? Right. <laughs> and, yeah, we see a lot of, uh, a lot of like, thread titles about people talking about Krakoa. And the ones I love are, are about the, uh, <laughs> it's about um, romance on Krakoa. <laughs> like, the whole, it, it's very much a what happens on Krakoa stays on Krakoa kind of vibe. <laughs> Well, Teeny Howard was tweeting about being proud of having gotten into a Marvel comic what is probably the first use of the word tampons on yes. that page. <laughs> yep. One of the questions was tampons in Krakoa? <laughs> right. Yep. Ugh. She was very excited to work that in. <laughs> I don't ugh, I don't want to think about that. I, nope, well, yeah, hey, I'm done. Okay, hey, I'm done. I'm rule, done thinking rule about one, it. Make more mutants. <laughs> No, that has nothing to do with tampons, <laughs> no, though. No, I'm saying that's about the uh, that's about the shenanigans. Oh yeah, the yeah. Posts, yeah, yeah. What yes. happens in Krakoa? So yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh. Definitely make more mutants. <sighs> So, so don't good. think about Krakoa oh, and we, tampons. We didn't mention in Marauders. We uh, we really probably find out who the Red Bishop is going to be as well. Maybe I think so. He keeps saying no, but clearly she's not taking no for an answer. Well. Because Kitty keeps texting Bishop to be oh. <laughs> right, the yeah. Red Bishop. Yes. She's like, but it'd be funny, though. <laughs> you could really be the Bishop. <laughs> to which he should reply, I really am, though. Yeah, he was like, I, told, I told you no. She was like, oh, I didn't think you meant that. Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Kitty, so I'm sorry. Is it still good? Animosity number twenty-five. Brian, uh, still, still good. We get a little. We actually go back and get a little bit of backstory about um, Sandor and um, his previous. Uh, and then we find. I keep out... forgetting that his name is Sandor. I'm sorry, and I'm like the hound. The hound? Oh the yes, hound. actually the hound. Yes, the hound. <laughs> the literal hound. Uh huh. Um. Yeah. Basically, Jesse's dad about him and Jesse's dad. Um, I wish that I had Jesse's dad. No, no, you don't. No, you no. really don't. Um, and they finish their journey to the Texans stronghold. Um, and we find out field? who is ruling Texas, and it is a big human oil ba- cowboy or oil baron type guy, and a lion, and who's the other? somehow not a longhorn steer. Uh. Uh, but now I want to know how Zakrita Roy's tigers are doing. Nope. It's a... Well, one. it is a steer. It's <laughs> almost like a minotaur, but it's a big steer with, with an eye patch over one eye. And, yeah. Um, and they have turned the uh, um, Astrodome into a giant arena, fighting arena. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to kill that format there. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number one. Uh... 
This is very good. Tommy has gone undercover into Shredder's operation in New York for some reason and gone totally off the grid, regular and morphin both. Um, and we see him like fight the turtles repeatedly and trying to do whatever he's trying to do. And then finally he has to morph. So the other rangers show up to back him up. And Billy and Donatello geeking out is just the best thing. I need this. Okay, it's so I good. need this. It's so good. Batman 84, Jen. We get a new and refreshing take on the pearl scene. <laughs> Collapser, number six, me. Uh, everything sucks. Just black holes. <laughs> gravity, all that. Uh, Justice League, number 37, Brian. Um, hmm. Uh, Lex Luthor done messed up. Um, and uh, the Justice League tells everyone to keep hope alive. Red Sonia, number 11, Brian. Uh, Larry, Moe, and Curly <laughs> give their prediction. <laughs> <laughs> give their prediction to uh to the emperor and uh red sonia hey the bridge over the river kwai <laughs> well wait a minute i think this is a bridge too far for me there you go omni number four dr cecilia is given a evil supervillain starter kit and does not realize it <laughs> Is there a cat in there? No, there's just like a whole <laughs> multinational corporation that oh, okay. is super shady, but they're like, you're in charge, you're the CEO now. And then her friends walk in and they're like, in all the different colors that her thought processes run in, mm -hmm. like on a crazy person whiteboard, all these different disparate messages about destroying humans and all that, because she's been trying to work out where the powers come from and why they exist, but didn't put a lot of context up on the crazy person whiteboard. Uh -huh. right. Yeah. 20XX number one. I'll be super brief. Um, first of all, yes, this book is very good. And um in this world, this these like telepathic telekine telekinetic powers come forth after a virus that has wiped out a lot of the population and only one percent of people survive it and the main trick in this survives it and then starts looking for people that she knows that have survived that she had previously shunned because of propaganda propaganda tells you people with powers are bad so everyone with powers is bad but now she has power so is she bad it's a very good book it's in black and white too and i normally don't like black and white books this one is real good cool magnificent miss marvel number two uh, Miss Marvel just beats the ever-loving shit out of Mr. Hyde. <laughs> and then gets her own Miss Marvel Hyde. Oh. Do I need to explain why you're looking at me like, what? No, 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 okay. I'm, no I just am I'm moving it up on my list of books to read. Thank you. It's very good, and the fact that neither of you reads it makes me sad. There's so many books! <laughs> All right. Speaking of there being so many books, let us look forward to the future when there are even more goddamn books. <laughs> So fucking many books. February 2020. Solicitations. But some of the books we have now are gone by then. <laughs> well, yes, Brian. Thank goodness. And I don't mean that because I don't want them to go away. I just mean because, oh my God, can you imagine if they kept adding new books and didn't get rid of old ones? Yes, because that's been <laughs> my life. <laughs> it's literally happened. Like four years ago, my pull list was, I don't know, 25 books. I, I do like that. Hey. I do like that one of, one of the people at the comic store sort of told me, he was like, yeah, well, you know, our goal is to completely drain you of all of your money. And I was like, well, then congratulations. You're doing your job really well. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. From Aftershock. <laughs> the man who effed up time. I believe all three of us are looking forward to this one. It is John Lehman. Mm-hmm. 
Brian, tell me about it. Um, so there's a person who has, uh, who's a, a worker in a lab that has access to a prototype time machine. Now, was he working all alone in the lab one night? <laughs> <laughs> um, and, like, the most realistic thing ever, if you worked in a lab that had a prototype time machine, everybody would be tempted to go just fix that one or two little things that you know you wish hadn't happened quite the way they did. And uh, Hey, imagine that when you do that you f up time <laughs> huh who'd have thunk it yeah i could definitely make one small change and not f up time mm-hmm. i could definitely do it so i hope that this has a serious frequently asked questions about time travel vibe because i fucking love that movie and i just need more things like that in my life need it need it need it need it it's got chris o'dowd in it by the way so everybody should go and watch oh, it really? because i love chris o'dowd yeah um yeah, it's very good. It's very weird. None... You know how you yeah. fix time when you wrap it up? Uh, no. You turn it off and back on again. Turn, yeah. There you go. That's exactly how you do it. That's how the Flash always does it. Somebody should really take this uh, box with blinking red light out of my hands now, please. Why does Jin have the internet? <laughs> because the lords of the internet want you to the have The lords it. of the internet know who I am. God killer is number one, Brian. <laughs> Uh, this is Mark Sable. Um, this is about a uh, Arab American professor who ends up joining this um, like covert special forces team to fight people who are using mythological creatures as weapons of mass destruction. Ooh. Yes, and as part of it, he realizes that this is real, and he's kind of having a crisis about is there or is there not an afterlife, and so this plays into this as well. And that sounded really cool. And this this special forces team is called the God Killer. All right. One more from Aftershock. Undone by Blood or The Shadow of a Wanted Man. This is Lonnie Nadler and Zach Thompson with Sammy Cavella on art who did uh, Abbott with Saladin Ahmed and something else really recently that I liked a lot. Um, and kind of, we talk about like, here are the colorists who work on books and we always read the stuff we do. Well, there's a letterer, Hassan Oe, who... I kind of am the same way with now. Like, everything he picks to work on is really solid. This is something he's working on. Nice. Um, The solicitation for this reads like a Western, and, like, the title is very Western. It's set in the 1970s. Oh. Um, It's about Ethel Grady Lane returns to her hometown of Sweetheart, Arizona, with one thing on her mind, killing the man who murdered her family. Interesting. So, like, a Western, but set in the 70s is the vibe I get. All right. I like the creative team. Uh, Black Mask, two trades I want to mention real quick. Sex Death Revolution, which we've talked about on here before, and Transference, which we haven't. There were a bunch of books that started at Black Mask earlier this year or late last year that kind of never had their last issues come out in print. And these are two of them that, like, the series are just being released straight to trade. I think those last issues maybe are available on Comixology. Um, I know that's the case for Sex Death Revolution. Um, so if you were reading those or meant to get back around to those and we haven't talked about them in a while, that's kind of why, but those trades come out, have started coming out in some cases, and I think the last couple, these two at least, are in February. Sweet. Boom! Alienated number one. Uh, I can take it or Jin Yu, either one. It's Sice Burrier. It's Sice Burrier. Yeah. yeah, so we're gonna read it. Um, you can go ahead. Okay. I'm still reading the copy. So it is essentially a group of uh, a, of teenagers, three teenagers, find a small 
alien life yeah. form. Like they get the- a pet monster. It turns out it's meant to destroy worlds. They're teener- teenagers, so they make bad decisions and <laughs> make things go teeners. bad. Yes. They're teeners. They're teeners. Those little yes. teeners. Yeah. Yeah, they they realize that. Yeah, they. That's have... what you call. That's what you call them, right? Them teeners. Them them their teeners. Them their teeners make the worst decisions. Those teener millennials. <laughs> oh. No. No. Teenagers aren't millennials. No. The more Wait, you know. Uh, eighteen-year-olds would be millennials. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yes. Yes. Eighty-four to two thousand and four. Yeah. Yeah, bud. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you were born in the Both remainder of, of this month, if you were born in the remainder of December and are eighteen, okay. nineteen-year-olds exist too. I don't know. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. The majority of teenagers are not millennials. The majority. The I'll majority. give you the majority. Correct. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. But it's two thousand four. <laughs> <laughs> That's the cutoff. <laughs> yes. What year is it? <laughs> Traverse Town? <laughs> Roads, dead cats and cats boxes? Cats and boxes. I deal in absolutes. Oh, wait. Cats and boxes. <laughs> anyway, yeah, teenagers make bad choices. Aliens yeah, eat things, with, probably. With, with baby predators. Or, yes. <laughs> that's, yeah, so that's, yeah, there you go. Alienated, number one. All right. Dark Horse, Hidden Society number one. This is Raphael Albuquerque and Raphael Scavone co-writing and Raphael Albuquerque on art. Nice. Um, it's about a hidden world with magic and demons like overlaying the real world and a secret society that enlists a blind girl and her pet demon to deal with evil primeval forces, save the planet, all that kind of thing. Nice. It's a four-issue miniseries. Sweet. I'll take it, miniseries. Yes. Uh, DC, let's move on. The Flash number 750. I mentioned because it's got a big creative team with people we like, like Josh Williamson and Jeff Johns and Michael Morisi and Marv Wolfman and Francis Manipal. Yep, it's a big it's a big blockbuster 750 yep. issue. And it's one of the big, like, square-bound with decade variants yep. and all of that. Yep. Um, and it's going to, uh, it's, it's supposed to wrap up this whole second, uh, kind of big storyline. I mean, I feel like wrap up is probably setting the wrong expectation. Knowing how Williamson tends to work. I mean, he will leave as many threads and questions as he does as answers, but. I think it's shifting into the next phase of his story. But we've been, we're like in a point where he's doing a lot of overlapping and tying together different mm-hmm. things right now. Yep. Like that's, I think, the thing he's really good at. Yes. So I'm very excited for this. Yeah, but that's kind of a never-ending thing. Like, it yeah. doesn't ever stop, so. <laughs> yeah. Once he gets going, he's going. <laughs> yes. Uh, Deceased, Unkillables, number one. Ooh. Yeah, so that Deceased series was yeah. so good. Like, I just, I love that that world that got created. And yeah. this is, uh, this is a, a look at what's going on with a lot of the villains. Yeah. While this all. Nice. Deceased, but what about the bad guys? Yeah. Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey, number one, Brian. So this is um, this is Amanda Connor and Jimmy Palmiotti um, who are taking Harley and putting her with the Birds of Prey, and they're doing it in DC's new Prestige Plus format, which is the the kind of the oversized stuff. Yeah, so cool. that looks like it could be a lot of fun. Have either of you watched any of the new Harley Quinn cartoon? Not yet. No. I've watched a little bit of it. I put it on and was falling asleep and I stopped. But I will say this about it. Mm-hmm. Hearing Harley Quinn say fuck that much is actually really refreshing. Really? <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah, she would just curse like a sailor. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll be starting that soon. Yeah. 
Pennyworth Rip one shot. <sighs> yeah, so this is uh This is the one where Pennyworth becomes Rip Hunter and nope. Sire's Booster Gold, right? Nope. This is this is this is the DC Yes. The... Now I need it. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. The DC attempt to um to pull our heartstrings enough that we buy a book, <laughs> a one shot from them about how amazingly awesome Alfred has been for all these years. Like we know, DC. We know. You know what else comes out in February related to this? Pennyworth Re- Pennyworth Rebirth. <laughs> uh the <laughs> Yeah, he shows up on Krakoa, funny enough. <laughs> he was a mutant too. Um, bum, bum, bum. The, the trade Crossing. collection of this that has this and like Batman Annual 1 and 3 and okay. some other stuff in it. Nice. So if you want like a big version of this, got gotcha. this and all of it. Nice. Um, Amethyst number one, Brian, or as we should call it, Princess Jim World number one. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I bought the the very original Amethyst Maxi series when it came out and I, I, there's just something about this character I've always kind of liked. I think I like the structure of Jim World and the fact that, you know, it's all the birthstones and the, like, there's something about that structure that appeals to me. Yeah. That, that, you, that, you say it really crystallizes so, for it, you? Yeah, right, yeah. Are you a rock hound? <laughs> no, he's more of a relic. I'm more, I am definitely a relic at this point. <laughs> so is this where we secret into the world the Amethyst Steven Universe crossover? Uh, no. That's... Different no. amethyst, completely different amethyst. <laughs> the two could meet. But now an amethyst, the amethyst crossover that could be fun. <laughs> no, I need not eat more donuts. Stop it. <laughs> Look, eat more donuts, make more mutants. <laughs> it's time to make the. I refuse both. Thank you. By the way, in that order. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you need to carbo load. That's right. You're doing it right. <laughs> um, but yeah, one so should always is, do it right. <laughs> this is a this is a new Amethyst series uh, by Amy Reader, um, and I'm very much looking forward to seeing what they do with her. And I will say, it is not solicited this way, but she has referred to it as a mini series yeah. on social media. Yeah. I would I would imagine it's six to eight issues yeah. would be my guess. All right. Leviathan Dawn, one shot. This is setting up some stuff out of Leviathan. Yeah. People planning to deal with, you know, Leviathan existing and trying to do what they're trying to do. I don't know that it takes much more explanation than that, if I'm being <laughs> honest. It's a supersized spy yarn is how yeah. it's being pitched. Yeah. Maleev is back on art for it. Did they use the word yarn? They did. They did. To picture a did red, an eighty-year-old red. I, it makes me uh, think of a room full of red yarn. Okay, like like this one, like this very room. Yes. Okay. All the conspiracy yarn. Yeah, it's yep. getting really hard to podcast in here, you guys. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like working through lasers every yeah. time. Oh, I, I figure probably like eight to ten more strings, and I can just like use it like a hammer. Oh yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> I have tied them very tight. Yeah, I mean, I get the song Spiderwebs stuck in my head every time we yeah. come in here. Hey, Jen. Yeah. Plunge, number one. Uh, this is a Joe Hill book. About um, evil plumbers. Yes, yes. That is Gotta exactly deal with those it. Sewer clowns it somehow. is definitely Wario and Waluigi. Because um, are they plumbers? I don't even know. One questions at this point whether Mario's even a plumber. I know, apparently. he's definitely not. He's so a plumber. Um, Lou Albano would not have lied to us. <laughs> Take one step and swing your arms. Anyway, 
Plunge. Plunge is about a ghost ship. It's a ghost ship book. Joe Hill's writing a ghost ship book. I cannot wait because I love ghost ship. Ghost ship. Are you talking about (laughs) like ghosted in LA smooching ghosts? That's ghost shipping. Like the Flying Dutchman. More Flying Dutchman, I believe. Okay. Okay. However, if there is ghosts on a ship. Yes. Yes, we can. And we will, I'm sure, because I know us. That's true. She she said. Ghost ship yes, is, ghost yes, ship that. is our new segment where we where we pair up dead heroes. <gasps> she we should make this a future. segment. No, no, we're doing it now. Let's do it. Give uh, me a dead hero, Alfred Pennyworth. Oh damn! Right off the fucking bat, there. <laughs> um. Oh gosh. Uh, is there a version of Aunt May that's passed? <laughs> Uh, yes. There's the one who got unkilled by Mephisto. <laughs> okay, there we go. One's got to exist out there somewhere in the dark multiverse. So we, so we're just we're gonna cross it over, right? We're yeah. we're not gonna worry about. Oh universes. yeah, no, we don't care about any of that. Okay, <laughs> because hey, once you die, it like it, it's all fair game in the afterlife. So. Okay, okay, now I need this book where a bunch of like dead alternate universe versions of superheroes are just popping into other Earths <laughs> to bone down with other dead heroes. And to stuff. bone down and like. <laughs> To go just like see the like this is ghost vacation. You go see <laughs> alternate universes. <gasps> love it! I love it. You, uh, you get in your spectral Winnebago. So give me another dead hero because definitely Alfred and Aunt May. Uh, um, Gwen Stacy and Aunt so May. Yeah, and Aunt May. No. Um, huh? Gwen Stacy can't keep it heteronormative. No, no that had to be. Damn! Damn! No! Damn! Damn! I don't even know because she's she just doesn't. I need her to be her own thing. Okay. Here's here's another. All of Ollie West's friends and all of Peter Parker's friends. Yes. <laughs> Done. They have a support group. They find each other there and they all fall in love. Yeah. That's how it happens. You know, a, a post-mortem support orgy. <laughs> yes. Nope, that's all the dead mutants. <laughs> they don't post-mortem count. Post-mortem support count orgy is the name of my new rock band. It should be. It should be. Post-mortem support orgy. Oh my god. If somebody did make that into a band, I would not be upset with them. You might be, but I wouldn't. No, I would Especially not if it was a ska band. Post-mortem support orgy. Yeah. Perfect. The PMSO. PMSO. Yes. Yes. For short, everyone calls them the PMS orgy. Yes. Gross. Not gross. Oh my god. Superman, villains one shot. <laughs> right, we're moving on then. Oh. Uh, last month we had the yeah. Superman heroes one shot. This is the same thing. It's villains dealing with the fallout of the revelation that Clark Kent is Superman. Uh, spoilers much? I I know, right? Like <laughs> they talk a lot about here's the fallout of this thing that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Of the truth. It's like, okay, we all know what the fuck it is at this point. Now look, there was another Superman the Truth like four years ago that was very different and only entirely about it becoming public knowledge that Clark Kent was Superman. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then they did the whole rebirth thing and put that back in the bottle so that now he can come out again. <laughs> so now he can come out again. Yep. Image! <laughs> Bitterroot number six. This is here simply so I can yell at everyone to read Bitterroot because it's very fucking good. It's coming back. Yay. Read Bitterroot. It's very fucking good. Marvel. Wolverine number one. He is very good at what he does and what he does is not very good. <laughs> Yeah, Benjamin Percy's writing this one. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I know, right? 
And this is, I believe, the first full-out Wolverine ongoing since he was killed. Yeah. Since Charles Soule murdered him with yeah. his bare hands. With his bare hands. And liquid adamantium. Can I tell you what my favorite piece of this solicitation is, though? Is it the asterisk? It is the asterisk. So, yeah, in solicitations, it lists all the different covers that are available right. for a book. And the last one in this one is... um <clears throat> and. Uh, adamantium, adamantium variant, variant cover. cover also available. Asterisk. Not actually made of adamantium. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> they almost sold a variant cover. <laughs> Not actually made of adamantium. And you know what the first line of this is? The best is back. Mm-hmm. The best at what he does. What he does is not very good. <sighs> All right. Now for the X book that will make Jen the most excited. Please. X-Men Fantastic Four. Appropriately a four-issue miniseries. Appropriately. Written by Chip Starsky. Yay! Yeah. Yay! Oh, yay! And it is, all of the mutants have have found their new home on Krakoa, except for one. It's time for Franklin Richards. Aww. That's number one. Number two, the world has been reshaped by the X-Men, but you can't reshape a world without encountering its true master, Doom. Yay! Yeah, this is going to be really, really good. I can't wait. And in case that all is not enough X-Men for you. <laughs> you, remember that, you remember all that snarkiness I just showed you about Jean and Emma? Yeah. Yeah, they've got a one-shot together. Oh. So. Oh my god. This is listed as a one-shot, and technically this is, but they are going to be doing a bunch of giant size X-Men one-shots for different characters and pairs of and characters pairs, yeah. going forward. So this is the first giant Correct. size X-Men one-shot. Right. Um, this is Hickman and Russell Dodderman. I think the idea behind all of these is Hickman is writing most, if not all of them, and they're getting like A-list artists to yeah, come in. It's supposed to be like, an artist showcase. Yeah. Yeah. As well. But yeah, Jean Grey and Emma Frost together. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Noise. Vita Ayala is writing a five-issue Nebula miniseries. Ooh. Yep. And Claire Rowe from Fearless is on art. All right. Damn these motherfuckers. Variants by... Cover by Jen Bartel, variant by (gasps) Mirka Andolfo. Yep. No! Got your attention? I mean, you had it at Vita Ayala. Fair. Uh, 2020. Iron Man 2020 stuff. Yeah. Machine Man 1 of 2 and Forceworks 1 of 3. Yeah. These are on both our lists. Are they? Okay, yeah. Yep. Well, Christos Gage is writing um, Machine Man and Matthew Rosenberg is writing uh, Forceworks. Yep. Uh-huh. And Forceworks roster is War Machine, Mockingbird, Quake, and U.S. Agent. I'm, look, I don't have that much money, you guys. <laughs> I don't have it. Stop. Uh, but don't stop. Fantastic Four, Grim Noir. This is another one shot by Jerry Duggan Fuck. about the thing. Fuck! <laughs> okay, I'm just going to hand one of you my wallet during February and be like... Just use it. It's fine. So also, Just get it all. Also can be solicited as Jerry Duggan does the thing. Jerry Duggan does the thing. <laughs> ben Grimm is solving a mystery. What is Doctor Strange's nemesis Despair doing on Yancey Street? And I gotta tell you, the way Despair is spelled, it took me about three swipes at it to realize, oh, that's just Despair. Right. D S P A R Y R E. Yeah, that's Despair. Despair. Okay. Mm-hmm. I bet that's a 90s character. I bet you're right. <laughs> um, Brian. Mm-hmm. Gwyn Spacey. Gwyn Spacey. 
That's it. It's Gwen Stacy in space. Gwen Stacy to align the eyes. That's who I ship Gwen Stacy with. I thought space. It, I thought it was uh, uh, <laughs> space, space where no one can hear you. From your Spacely Sprockets. From <laughs> Spacely Sprockets from the Jetsons. I thought it was his granddaughter. You know, that's where I went to as soon as it was out of my mouth was Mr. Spacely. Yes. It's his granddaughter, Gwen Spacey. Yes. <laughs> Um, Gravity this, can't keep yeah, her down. This is Christos Gage also, and this is her before she gets involved with Peter. Um, so like early, early high school. Yeah, and like it's an adventure. It's uh, it almost makes me think it's going to be kind of like a uh, uh, like a Nancy Drew type mm. thing. Yeah, yeah. All right. In Marvel's ongoing conspiracy to make me read a goddamn Conan book. Conan, Battle for the Serpent Crown. Written by Saladin Ahmed, Conan goes to Vegas to fight Mephisto for the Serpent Crown. Because we know that's where Mephisto is now, locked mm. in, the, yep. in the casino. And last one, Finger Guns number one from Vault. <laughs> All we needed for Jin on this one was a title. Yeah, yeah, damn it, damn like, it, yeah. Finger Guns number one, she was like, wait, what? Tell me more. Tell me more. So, <laughs> tell me more, tell me more. Like, does he have a car? Like, this is... Two teenagers who discover that they have a superpower, and that is when they make finger guns at people, they can change their emotions. Uh, you know this is going to go horribly wrong. Yeah. This is going to be a bad thing. Teenagers yeah. are not in control of their own emotions. Why do they get to control someone else's? Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. Uncomfortable feelings in teenagers and chaos. Lots of chaos. I do love that it says two troubled teens, but I'm like, have you met teens? Like, you don't need to say troubled. troubled. You don't need to say troubled. That, that teens are troubled. <laughs> Nothing against teens, buddy. But I mean, it's like... 2099 or 2019. I was like, no, is it? Hold on. How old am I? <laughs> Holy shit! 2099. I'm 111 years old. Fuck. I look good you for 111. That's bad. You should like. I look amazing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you do. This is the problem with this 2099 books. Do you know how many times I've typed 2099 into my notes? Instead of 2019? Or 2020? Oh. Because we've also got Iron Man 2020. (laughs) 130 (sighs) years old. (laughs) Fuck. You don't look a day over 100. (laughs) I know, right? Good for you, Brian. Keeping it tight. Next week's books to read there. Next week's books to read. (laughs) Alexis doesn't want to hear me talking about Brian keeping it tight. Nope. Tales from the Dark Multiverse, The Judas Contract. These have all been so good, and this is the one I want the most. It's that good, good Teen Titans with some great twist, and I can't wait for it. What a twist. What a twist. Tales from the Shyamalan-verse. <laughs> nope. Not nearly as interested in that one. Everything is weak to water. Aquaman <laughs> rules, though you, rules the multiverse. <laughs> I fear the wind. Uh, Red Mother number one. So this is a boom title. That by... I cannot read because the cover is eye stuff. Oh, it's all eye stuff. It's about a woman who <sighs> gets an eye replacement that nope. lets her nope. see ghosts and things. Nope. It's Jeremy Juan. And uh, this is like, apparently Boom's like, you know, we've got some good horror stuff going on. We're just going to double down and start building a horror line for ourselves. Boom was actually like, hey, did you hear Jin talk about eye stuff the other week? Because I did. Uh, Jin, dying is easy. Yeah, this is, uh, hey, guess who, guess who's writing this? It's... Ooh, ooh, I know, I know, pick me. I pick you. It's Wonder Woman. 
I mean, Joe Hill. (laughs) Wonder Woman Woman is writing this DC book. Um, No, it's actually IDW. But anyway. Right cue, wrong time. (laughs) Conspiracy corner. Wait. Uh, Yeah, so this is Joe Hill um, writing about a comedian who steals a bunch of jokes. So, Dane Cook. Um, Oh. Shots fired at Dane Cook. It must be the early 2000s again. But anyway. You suck my battleship. (laughs) It looks like it's the USS Dane Cook. It looks like it's going to be slightly horror slash mystery. Nice. Um, I, it's Joe Hill. I'm going to read it. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read at least one and hope that there's ever a Joe Hill book that's just not my bag. I can stop reading so many comics. <laughs> Good luck with that. I know. Harley Quinn, villain of the year. It's we've talked about this before. Yeah. It's year of the villain, but it's villain of the year. It's right. Harley Quinn's villain award show. I'm, yep. I'm here for yep. it. Yep. 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 Hey, Brian. Yeah. Doom 2099 and Spider-Man 2099. More good. 2020. Good. No, 2099. These are 2099. Yeah. More good. <laughs> I'm telling wow. you, this has me turned around. It's 20XX. Wait, what? 2020 is not the far future. It's next year. It's like three weeks from now. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. The future is three weeks from now. however, is not. Um, yeah, no, the two more hopefully good 2099 books. One especially, of them strips Darcy. Yeah, no, especially the Doom one. I'm really looking forward to that just because, yeah. You know, Doom kind of runs things. In 20. I'm excited. All right. I have one more thing. I need to get, navigate back to it. I'm a long phone. You got this. Okay. So, have you two seen the thing Vault is doing? This is one of my next week picks, even though neither of this is technically stuff that, none of this is technically stuff that comes out next week. Yes. So, yeah. Doom is putting, Doom. Doom. <laughs> Lord. What is wrong with me today? <laughs> Not even drinking yet. Alex, Alex Words has that are up mixed. <laughs> I am shocked that you did that. I am shocked. I look shooketh, <laughs> shooketh over here that you did not fuck that up and do it the right way. <laughs> I almost did. Yeah, I hesitated right at the end to get it right because my brain was like, "Oh, I could not." Nope. So Vault is putting a pretty broad selection of their trades. Has put at this point. Online pay what you can through the end of the year. That's fucking great. Pay what you want and also some amount of what you spend on it. You pick a charity that it goes to. Yeah, it's amazing. All of these vault books that we're always yelling about how good they are. Yeah. Now is the time you have literally the opposite of excuse. You are a monster if you don't. (laughs) Pick a couple of vault books you haven't read before. For my birthday, go and buy some vault books. I mean... You have no reason not to. There is stuff here that I have missed that I will be going back and getting. Maybe you want to catch up on Heathen, which is notoriously always hard to get because it sells out really quickly and has a movie coming up. You could do that. Maybe you want to catch up on Vagrant Queen before the TV show starts. Fuck yeah, you do. Or Wasted Space, or Zoja Can, or Submerged, or Maxwell's Demons, or... Just about anything they've put out. Deep Roots. Mm-hmm. Deep Roots. Um, it is through the end of the year. That is my pick for next week book. Is someone, everyone listening, go do that. Yes. Because there is no excuse not to. Excellent. Yes. Yes. Hello, let me guilt you into reading comics. <laughs> good comic. They're very good. That's the thing. They're very yes. good. And Vault you has done pay whatever you job. can. And, they and you give support to charity. People, yes. Everybody wins. Oh, so good. Like, no one loses from this. No. And I think that is it. Okay. Oh, snap. Yes. Plugs. Things people want to plug. Um, I was on the probably most recent episode of Breaking the Panel. Um, Unless they release another one between now and Monday. Yeah. <laughs> now and when you're listening. Uh, So go check that out. 
We talked. We we did talk about the Black Widow trailer and the Mandalorian a bunch. So nice. Very nice. Very good. And we're probably about three weeks away from our end of the year episode. Yeah, two to three weeks away. Yeah. Um, I recently guested on occasional guest host Meg's book review podcast, Judging Book Covers. And later this week, I believe the 12th, uh, I did an episode of my friend Clay's podcast, Dudes Do Disney, to talk about Ratatouille, which is the best Pixar movie. Okay, it's my favorite Pixar movie. It's really okay. good. Better. It's really, I mean, all the Pixar um, so that drops then and I recorded that like a month ago so I'm sure it was great I do not remember anything I said because I had just <laughs> finished re- finished performance <laughs> alright we would like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover if you would like to support us you can do so at patreon.com slash panelology or by buying merch at bit.ly slash panelology merch capital P capital M Jen is not snapping at you she's snapping at the dogs yeah I don't want there to be slurping on this recording sorry ask not for whom the dog slurps it's he slurps oh, for himself no, completely it is for completely <laughs> for himself uh, also mine's at York <laughs> That's not for whom the dog also slurps. That's another thing you can listen to. And keep an ear out for craft booze coming 2020. Not 2099. Not 2099 or 2019. No. 2020. 2020. Okay. Well, mercifully, this episode is done. I am Alex. (laughs) I am Jenna. And I am Brian. Go read comics, guys. (laughs) 